You're now experiencing the AJ Nashville podcast. Real people, real problems, real success stories. Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com. Another big weekend ahead of us. It's Friday. Hopefully most of you still have your jobs and have stuff to do. Anyways, I wanted to do a quick podcast where I talk about something that I find to be instrumental in the growth of just about everybody that I've seen actually rise up and better themselves. It's the one thing that I see a lot of people question whether or not they should spend the time, the effort, the money on. Um, I know myself that there was a point in time that I thought, well, nobody can do this better than I can, so why would I pay somebody else to do what I can already do anyways? That thing that I'm getting ready to talk about is the need for coaching, personal growth, trying to figure out a way to do things better. Let's face it, all of us like to believe that, hey, you know what? I'm the best at what it is I do. I don't need anyone else to show me, to tell me anything like that. I will tell you firsthand, I have always been great at mortgages. But it wasn't until a few years ago when I decided to get into a coaching program, start learning some new things, having people hold me accountable, uh, and starting to really see things from a different perspective that I actually started to grow. Self-improvement is something that's huge. Anybody that's extremely successful will tell you they've spent plenty of times being coached, uh, reading books, doing different things to sharpen their trade. Let's face it, a person that's a professional baseball player doesn't just wake up one day and say, okay, I'm going to go play baseball, and then once they're done, they're done for the week. In all actuality, those people spend most of their free time on the field, learning, practicing, doing the things over and over and over and over again until they perfect it. And once they perfect it, they find a way to do it again, but do it better, faster, quicker, stronger this time. So why would we think it's okay for professional athletes and other people in starring roles, movie actors, things like that? Why would we think it's okay for them to continuously to, uh, continue to practice, but not for us? See, the fact of the matter is if we wake up in the morning, go to our nine to five or whatever it is that you do for a living, and you just perform the same routine over and over and over again, you're not really building anything. You're just a robot. You're doing the same thing that you've always done, which is the same thing that you'll always do, and you'll sit there and wonder why things haven't changed for you. The fact is that once we start listening to other people, who are more successful, who have grown, who have been through the downslopes that are improving. Once we start listening to their techniques, a lot of times we become better. We realize that, yes, your way may be right, but your way combined with this way is better. I can tell you firsthand, I joined a training course simply because I felt guilty from all the free content that I absorbed from this person, this person being Ryan Steumann. There's no secret out there. Once I started following what it was he was doing, I felt guilty. And I said, you know what? I've, I've sat here on a Saturday and a Sunday, 
and I absorb so much free content that I almost have to buy Break Free Academy just because if not, I feel like a thief sitting here improving myself, sharpening my trades, sharpening my skills, and doing everything for free. It was crazy. I literally spent a weekend doing nothing but watching my daughter and watching his videos, learning different techniques on how to grow. As I continued to do that, I started to see that, hey, there's, there's coaches out here that fit certain needs. Prior to that, I'll be honest with you, self-help and coaching and stuff, I knew the stuff existed. I just didn't think it existed for me. Bear in mind, I did refinances for the bulk of my career. And doing refinances all the time, I eventually got burnt out and said to myself, there's got to be a better way. And there was. I found that better way. When I made the switch to people's home equity, that's when I started to see that, hey, there's other things out there. My boss at the time, Michael Hampton, great guy. I'm sure some of you listening know exactly who he is. Very intelligent human being. And he did coaching stuff. And I could never figure out what made him different than everybody else. And the fact was, was he continued to grow. See, people were attracted to him because he continued to build and continue to grow. So like I said, I sat there and I watched as much free content. I was, a, as Ryan says, a kangaroo motherfucker. I was just taking all the content that I could take, and I wasn't paying for any of it until one day I was like, ah, I've got to buy something. This was back when Break Free Academy was nine ninety seven. It was cheap in comparison to a lot of coaching things. It was cheap. So I went out there and I purchased it. Making that $997 commitment to not only myself, but my family also opened up a lot of other doors. To be factual about things, if it wasn't for Ryan Steuben's 997 program, I would have never known about the first military mortgage boot camp combined with Ryan Steumann's sales training that took place in Dallas, Texas back one slightly chilly January. Had I not made that $997 commitment, I would have never been on board to go there to spend, hell, I can't even remember what I spent anymore. But I spent a certain amount of money and I had the opportunity to meet some very, very successful loan officers that I knew, I was friends with. We all got along. We were all in the same group, you know, but actually sitting there and putting those relationships together and having an opportunity to sit beside those people and, and question what it is they do. Because the one thing I found is with successful people, they'll share anything you want to know. They're as transparent as they come for the most part. You just have to ask. You have to grab your balls and you have to say, hey, how did you do this? It's funny because this goes back into when I was at the uh, poker run, the Team Annie Rose Poker Run Foundation for Children with Leukemia. I was at that poker run and literally there was cars there. Combined value of cars was an unfathomable number. Most people say, well, why would you waste your money on cars? That's such a waste of money. There's so many other things out there that you can spend money on. Why would you spend it on a car? The fact of the matter is they can. They've earned the right to do that. And guess what? If people didn't want people buying money or buying cars and spending money, they wouldn't build the fucking cars to begin with. But the fact that I'm, I'm trying to get to is this. You could walk up to any one of those ladies or gentlemen that were at that place and say, hey, what is it that you do for a living? They will tell you. 
And how did you get involved with that? And they will tell you. And what did you find that set you apart from every other person that was doing the exact same thing that you do? And they will tell you. Same with loan officers. Same with other successful people. Sit them down. If you get some free time, spend that free time with them. In my pursuit of success, one person that I looked towards was a buddy of mine who was a fellow loan officer of, of mine back in the, the old subprime days. I literally watched this guy. He'd always been successful because he'd always been hardworking and dedicated to what it is that he does. Every skill, every trade that he, have, he, he had, he sharpened it. He used to coach people. He used to do some mentoring sort of things. And so I sent him a message and I said, hey, do you have some free time? I want to pick your brain about a couple things. He said, sure, let's do coffee. Let's get together. So we did, and I had the opportunity to ask this person who was very successful. When I say successful, he has a very successful business, a couple other businesses behind that, a beautiful family, beautiful wife, beautiful home, cars, helicopters, airplanes. I mean, you name it. The list goes on and on and on. But the thing was is this guy was extremely willing to say, hey, this is how it was done. This is what I did, down to the point where he said, you see your beard? Shave it. How many successful people do you see without clean cut? That was the one bit of information I didn't take and run with. (laughs) He probably has a very solid point there, but I've got to have something to hide my double chin. That's called a beard. But anyways, once I committed to my growth, I started doing things differently. I started to try to find other ways to stand out. You hear me say this a lot. I tried to be the yellow hat in the blue sea of hats. There's one thing I know is there's thousands of loan officers in the state of Tennessee. But out of those thousands, there's only about 20% of them that do about 80% of the business. My mission was to be part of that 20%. That's the same mission that I'm on now, the same mission that I've executed time after time after time. The volume, the numbers, everything I do speaks for itself. The service that I give to my clients speaks for itself. But the thing I always know is when the clock rolls around and the new month starts, everything we did last month is no longer in play. Granted, the clients are still there, the relationships are still built, the people still have their homes, but it's time to start over. Imagine being a professional athlete and every inning or every quarter, the score goes back to zero, and now you have to prove yourself for that quarter. Now with that same lesson, imagine that you took everything you learned with the prior quarter and put it together for the next quarter, and then did the same thing quarter after quarter Until the game was over. Just kidding. But you continue to compound that knowledge and continue to get better, bigger, faster, stronger. Now, these professional teams, we're we're talking about quarters and everything else. They all have one thing in common. What is that? They all have coaches. Even individual sports like boxing and MMA, they all have coaches. Because it's people that can see what it is you're doing from the outside and critique you and tell you ways to improve it. There's certain things you can do, minute little changes, little tweaks that take you from 1 to 2 and 2 to 10. Everybody says it's harder to double the amount of closings you do in a month than it is to 10 times 
the amount of closings you do in a month. It's literally tweaking the small stuff. Getting out of your comfort zone and doing the things that your competition will not do. I talked to a lady over the weekend. Her credit union did not call her back on Friday. Why? Because every loan officer in the world thinks that Friday is the end of the week. They don't have to do shit. The clients will be there Monday. Well, guess what? The clients won't be there Monday. Why? Because every agent that I work with knows that I'm there seven days a week. And if you're the person that's listening to this and you think Friday is the end of your work week, I will take your fucking clients from you. When a person's making an emotional decision like buying a home or getting financed or something of that nature, any emotional decision, buying a car, whatever it may be, if you are not there to serve that person when they are ready to make that decision, you will lose. People know that there is an abundance of people out there willing to serve them, willing to take care of them, and willing to bend over backwards for them. Now, I'm not saying make this the root of everything you do. You have to have time to enjoy time with family. You have to have time to enjoy the things that you've worked so hard for. But what I am saying is when you want to grow and when you commit to growth, you have to be available to grow when it calls, not when you're ready. See, that's another thing with coaching. As you learn and as you continue to grow, things get more difficult. You have to commit. Because even though it gets harder, you still need to push forward. I read a book called The Seven Levels of Communication one time. In that book, he talks about when you're on your pathway to success, there's something we do as individuals that creates sabotage for ourselves. Sometimes we get sick. Sometimes we have an issue that comes up. Whatever it may be, it's self-sabotage. We just stop. And the difference between people who make it and people who don't is the people that choose to crest over that hill and continue to push forward and push past whatever it was that was holding them back temporarily. See, because when we talk about coaching, that's what your coach does for you. He or she makes sure that you continue to push because he or she knows that you've pushed this far. Now, here's the thing. You can't have a coach if you're not open to change. If your way is the right way and nobody else's way is the way to go, then you cannot be coached. You are not coachable. And until you hit the point in your career where you decide that there's other ways, don't even waste the time. Don't waste the money. You look at doing certain things. Coaching, for example, is not cheap but it pays for itself in the long run. See, those people that I know that spent 30 grand a year on coaching made more than that back. Why? Because they learned better ways of doing things. I'm at a point right now where I'm in the hunt for a new coach. Not because there's anything wrong with the one I have, but because I have other aspects of my life that I want to focus on growing. I have several people that I follow on a regular basis content that I watch. One of my favorite people is Gary V, Gary Vanderchuk. Those of you that know who he is, the great thing about him is he gives all his knowledge and content for free. 
So if you're looking for somebody to kind of get going with, he's a great person to listen to. That free content. You listen to other people, Simon Sinek, David Goggins, Tony Robbins, Jocko Willink, you name it, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. The thing is, is you need to find somebody that will engage your interest that you will follow religiously, not somebody that, ah, oh, he wrote a good book. I'm going to listen to it. All right, that was a good book. Okay, now I'm going to go back to doing it the way I used to. Because at that point, you're wasting your time, your money, your coach's time, and not their money because they've got yours. You're paying them to do what it is that you want them to do. Coaching is like a personal trainer for the mind and sometimes for the body as well. But how many of you would go out and pay for a year subscription with a personal trainer and never, ever step foot in the gym? So if the answer to that is no one, then why would you spend money on a coach if you never, ever commit to the change? I encourage those of you that are listening to this to find the best in your industry. Follow those people. Make sure that it's somebody that you can adapt well with. Make sure that it's somebody that's accessible. The big thing is, is a lot of these coaches want to do their coaching, but everything they're coaching with is old videos and repetitive content that they recorded a year ago or six months ago or whatever the case may be. You want to make sure that your coach is accessible. This way you can reach directly to them and say, here's my problem. Can you help? As far as cost is concerned, if you're at a stage where you're ready for a coach, cost shouldn't be important. If it is, then maybe you're not quite at that level and you need to scale up a little bit before you get to that level of training. I wouldn't imagine to take a kid that was playing in the Little Leagues and have him coached by one of the top professional baseball coaches and expect that person to, low and, to learn and grow at a rapid rate to make it worth the money to do so that doesn't mean it doesn't happen but doesn't mean that it's worth the money if you haven't learned the foundational rules of success yet let's face it everybody wants the quick way how do i get in the elevator and get straight to the top the quickest when in actuality you have to take the stairs you have to learn the good the bad the ugly by the time you get to the top, sometimes you're worn out. But guess what? You're at the top. Nobody gives a fuck. A lot of us get discouraged. We listen as we gain success. We start to listen to the people around us, and they criticize us for the things that we want, the things that we do, the things that we enjoy. And notice I say things. A lot of successful people want the things that come with it. And you know what? That's Okay, they made that money. They made their success. They can have the things that go with that success. But when you worry about the things, don't forget about self-investment. I'll give you an example. The other day I was looking at a steering wheel from a company called Leaderman's. It was a company out of the UK. It was a custom-made steering wheel with paddle shifters, freshly wrapped, everything else. Price shipped $800 to my door. Price to get it tuned by my favorite mechanic. You guys all know Brett from German Motor Works is the guy to go to. The price was cheap enough. 
But then I sat and I started thinking about it. You know what? I want to take my podcast from hundreds of listeners to thousands of listeners to tens of thousands of listeners because I've built this thing from one person listening to hundreds of people listening to every podcast. Now, that doesn't sound monumental, but I just started this thing back in November. And instead of spending that money on that fancy steering wheel that I wanted, I decided to do something that Gary V was staring me in the face telling me to do. Stop wasting your fucking money on material things and start investing in the things that will get you more. It was like that YouTube video was turned on at the right time for him to look me in the eyes and say, stop fucking around. And so I did. I built out my Facebook page, my AJ Nashville podcast. I boosted some ads in there to create some traffic. And I noticed that some of my stations got a little more listen this past weekend than others. I strategically used certain things where I can measure out the metrics to make sure that what I was doing was strong enough to create a return, a return that was sustainable, that I can continue to grow. Because the fact of the matter is if I have a spike in listeners, if I have 10,000 listeners in one day and 100 the next, it's not sustainable. I've wasted my time. I've wasted my money. It's not what I'm here to do. So as I do this podcast more and as I continue to grow, I look for the next coach, the coach that's going to help me with my new avenues that I want to reach. If you're looking for a great coach to get you on the sales side, Ryan Steumann's an incredible coach, in my opinion. There's a lot of guys and girls out there. Follow who it is that you feel and believe is going to lead you to the success where you want to be. Because bear in mind, listeners, four long years ago, I was dirt poor, broke, broken, two broken legs, not knowing what I was going to do next, contemplating suicide, all the fun shit that happens when you hit the bottom. But instead of hitting the bottom and staying there, I found a way to bounce back. See, my life has been fucked up long enough to where I know that, hey, this may be the bottom, but this isn't the bottom bottom. Kind of like that joke where they're talking to the Mexican guy. He's like, like later, like later, later. Except this isn't the bottom bottom. I'm not dead. I'm not gone. There's still a way to come back. And guess what? When I come back, it's going to be 10 times stronger. I'm a force to be reckoned with. And guess what? With coaching in the right direction, it gets even harder to beat me. Because now when I stumble, I bounce right back up. And don't get me wrong. I know everything can be taken because people like to remind people of that. Get off your high horse because, you know, in in a moment's instance, it can all be taken. Guess what? You're fucking right. I've had it taken before. But I also know it can be earned and brought back. It's all about how you strategize and plan. Your mind is something that will gain or destroy you. Sharpen your mind. Read your books. Watch your motivational videos, whatever it is that gets you going. Listen to podcasts. That rap shit or whatever it is that you listen to on the way to the office in the morning, that does nothing for you. You want to listen to music? Listen to music at the gym. 
When you're on your way to your office, sharpen your mind. Your whole objective should be to sharpen everything you do. I've ranted long enough. My podcasts keep getting longer and longer and longer, and I hate it for you, the end listener, because you have to sit through my garbling bullshit all the time. But I promise you, these messages are from the heart, and they come from things that I've experienced in life and things that I've seen and things that I feel will help you grow because it's helped me grow. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I hope that you guys have the safest and most fun weekend that you've had in a long time. If you have to work this weekend like much of us and most of us do, get out there, fucking grind, and be the best at what you can be. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the AJ Nashville Podcast. Episodes air Mondays at 6 and Fridays at 5. Thank you for your ongoing support. Please subscribe.